Hello guys and welcome to Otson Serie A. We are going to analyze the 17th match day. New leader and of course Danny Fisichella with us. How are you, Danny? Ciao, Edward. Very well. Uh, mixed uh, uh, feelings after the European competition for Italian teams. We lost one team. Milan has been eliminated by everything. Atalanta dropped down to the Champions League. A bit better in the Europa League. Big night for Napoli. Good result for Roma as well. So six out of seven into February, March for Italy. No, not too bad, I would say. Ah, yeah, but I guess we all expected Atalanta no, to go to the last 16 with a draw. But no They one expected uh... Juventus to win, the, to win the group. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, we will talk later about uh, the lucky Allegri, the lucky Juventus. So guys, uh, ask any question to Danny and of course leave a comment in the video with your tips and predictions for this new match day. And don't forget to click on the like and to subscribe to our channel. So let's go on now with the show. So, Dani, let's start with a bit of pesto, I think. Let's go to Genova. Pesto, Genova. De la Lanterna. We all love pesto. And for people who don't know, pesto is from Genova, of course. And we have Derby de la Lanterna. So, Genoa Sandoria. But uh, unfortunately, I think, Dani, none of these teams are very happy. Da Versa, he could lose his job. Uh, I read that there are reports uh, linking to Stankovic uh, to. Uh, be the next uh, Sampdoria coach because they lost against Lazio, they lost against Fiorentina and with Genoa they already changed the manager, they have Shevchenko but things have not improved, Danny, a team that uh, doesn't score any goals, poof, this derby is very tough to call. What a time to have this derby. Genoa, one point in the last four. Uh, zero goals scored. Expected goals, 1.03 cumulative in four games at Juve Stadium. They didn't have a shot on target at all in the 90 uh, minutes. What a week for Sampdoria. They lost at home. The president, Ferrero, is in jail for some financial <laughs> issues. The club could be affected by that. And tonight, there is a small matter over Derby. They're both in crisis. Genoa is in the relegation zone. Sampdoria five points above uh, the drop, but not looking uh, great. Two of the worst defense in Serie A. Uh, 31 goals conceded for Genoa, 32 goals conceded for uh, Sampdoria. Yes, Daversa could probably uh, lose his job. It is a team that has conceded a lot of Goals this, this season really starts uh, the games very badly as they did with uh, Lazio. Then they had a bit of reaction, but the game was already out of touch. At least Sampdoria have won two of the last four games. They do struggle to create. I watch a lot of games. You you will lose the count of the number of crosses they put in. Cross after cross after cross. For no one. Uh, Damsgaard is still out. I think that's the massive issue for, for, for Sampdoria. The most creative players is out. When they're going to get him back, hopefully they will improve their attacking play. The signing of Caputo hasn't really worked either. Uh, Genoa, uh, it was a mission impossible against Juventus, against Milan, against Roma with so many injuries. Uh, for this one, they're going to get back at least Criscito and Sturaro, really important players. And Destro, 
the top scorers last year top scorer for Genoa he's on the bench at least so they could have a little bit of hope the more firepower in their team but of course Shevchenko needs to strengthen the team in January with some signings uh, it's gonna be tense uh, four of the last eight games have been draws in Genova uh, you know uh, considering how the season goes, uh, not losing is almost as good as uh, winning. I think that could be a draw. The odds are very high, but I'm going to be conservative in this one. I'm going to go for an Asian handicap for Genoa, uh, plus 0.25, which pays 190, which basically means if they draw, as I think they could, you win half your stake. Do you see Genoa scoring, Vivica? Is asking you, Danny? Only if Destro is on the pitch. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, another question. initially, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, low scoring game. And Christy is asking you actually if this is a hot derby. Uh, it's a lot of tension usually in this Genoa Sandori and this derby. Yeah, there, there is a tension on the pitch. There have been uh, red cards, yellow cards. You know, it's quite, it, it's, there's a lot of passion to it. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it is worth a visit if you want to go and see. And it also, it's played in Marassi, one of the most beautiful stadiums in Italy, English style stadium, really close to the pitch. Yeah, go, go, and, go and visit when you can. Yeah, and you can see the aquarium of Genova, for instance. Well, in the morning. Yeah. After or before the game, before the game. Probably then let's go to Florence, uh, Fiorentina, Salernitana. Someone is asking you already or is telling us uh, Fiorentina to smash uh, Salernitana. Probably we should go Ursa, for Asian yeah. handicap. In this game, Fiorentina, they look good. Again, they beat Bologna, they beat Sampdoria. They are scoring a lot of goals, 27 so far this season. And Salernitana, they are doomed. They don't score, Danny. So I guess we should expect uh, a heavy vec victory no, for Fiorentina. Well, for, a, for a side that has won the last four at home, Fiorentina, yes, you should expect a victory. As you see, loads for Fiorentina are extremely low. They got the top scorer of the Serie A, Vlaovic, 13 goals this season. 30 goals in the calendar year. Only three players in Serie A have done this and they have to go back to the 50s to see another such scoring machine as Dusan Vlaovic. Uh, it is a team that Fiorentina has got no middle measures, no measures in between. They play either extremely well, as they did against Milan for 60 minutes, as they did for Bologna for large parts, as they did at Empoli until they crumbled, or they make silly mistakes and allow teams in. Go and have a look at how Bologna scored the second goal, how Milan almost equalized against Fiorentina a few weeks ago. So they can't really close games down, but they're highly entertaining. Um, they are highly spectacular. I like them. It's a team that's been transformed by Italiano. They play on the front foot. Really like them. A 22 goal conceded, though, for Fiorentina so far this season. They need to concede less if they want to go in a European co uh, competition. We mentioned Vlaovic, but Saponara, Sotil, Callejon, they're all playing around Vlaovic and... Uh, Italiano is alternating them well. They are all in form. Plenty of option for a team, for a manager that likes to make a couple of changes every game and he's been doing so far. But I think he's, he's finding the chemistry slowly. Uh, Salernitana, bottom of the table. Uh, they will go there, try not to lose, try not to concede too many. Colantuono is thinking to reverse him back to a back four, so playing maybe a bit more uh, conservative. They are the second worst defense in Serie A with 33 goals conceded. 
worst attack, 11 goals conceded for the newly promoted side. Uh, look, now they got eight points. Salvation in Italy normally is 38 points, so they need to win at least 10 of the last of the next 22 games to have a hope to be saved. I mean, you just have to do the maths. I don't think this is going to be one of the 10 games that they win, and probably they're not going to win 10 games. And also, against big teams this season, they always lost, and they conceded 13 scores zero in six in six games against the big teams. They only need to play Fiorentina and Inter amongst the biggest teams. So I can't see them really troubling Fiorentina. Someone suggests Fiorentina win 2-0. Why not Fiorentina to score in the first half and in the second half? That's also my uh, bet because I find value on these 205 odds. Mm-hmm. Well, be careful because, as you said, Fiorentina switch off uh, for a long time in all the games, so they perhaps also concede goals. Santa is going for over. The problem is that over 2.5 goals uh, doesn't pay a lot. We have to find good odds around three to find the odds 2.0 over three goals in this game. As we all expect, Fiorentina to win, to win heavily, to see goals in the Artemio Franchi then. On Saturday, we have Venezia Juve, as you mentioned, Juve topping the group. Good news for them in the Champions League. Again, like uh, was a miracle, no? A present from the Befana one month uh, before. Last season also, they topped the group uh, beating Barca at Camp Nou. And Dani, as you said the, the previous week, they have an easy calendar until the end of the year. They have Venezia after Bologna and Cagliari to finish uh, close to the Champions League spots. And Venezia, they lost against uh, Verona, a very, very entertaining game. This is how we love uh, Serie A, Dani, this season. The previous one, now we see a lot of goals in every Oh, yeah, this is, this is the league with more goals scored. I think your average is like three goals per uh, game. And Juventus, they won the, they won the group, as you mentioned, is the fourth year in a row that they win the Champions League group. This time, probably in a less spectacular fashion with three, uh, one nil. But you know, they've done the job. Uh, I thought Chelsea were going to struggle in uh, Russia. Yeah, I think that's what happened. It is a, obviously a Juventus side that still lacks goals, still lacks uh, creativity up front. But yes, with this easy... Uh, run of fixtures that could give a little bit of confidence to come next to Christmas closer as possible to Atalanta that are in fourth place that actually got a tougher uh, games and we're going to speak about one of them in a moment. Uh, look, where does Juventus stand compared to last year? They're much worse. They got six points less than last year. They scored 12 less goals. So basically, take Ronaldo put him out. Yes, here's your 12 uh, goals. Um, they're expecting more from Moise Ken, who scored at the weekend. Uh, maybe Allegri will continue to play with the 4-2-3-1, with Kulusevski on one side, and then Dybala through the middle. It could work. Let's see. Against Genoa, really, uh, they missed a lot of chances as well, so they need to take on the chances they do uh, create. But when you look at, uh, in terms of the table and the objective for Juventus this season, it's qualifying for the Champions League. Now, to get on the same points as last year, when they finished fourth and they qualified for the Champions League in the very last minute of the last game, pretty much, now they need to win 17 out of 22 remaining games. So basically, they almost have to play a league of their own. They just need to go the heads down, focus, don't look at the other opposition, win, 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 win. You need to win 17 out of 22 games. Sounds quite a lot. Let's see if they win in Venezia. I think they could, because Venezia, despite being entertaining, despite playing on the front foot, being 
you know, high scoring team, they never looked to me like they are in control of games. Even when they were training up against Verona, I felt even a goal could have changed it. This is a team that lives a lot on the, of moments. And yes, they don't really spend a lot of time in the opposition half. They're a very good counter-attacking team, but they do uh, experience mistakes at the back. They already conceded 13 in the last five games. And against big teams so far this season, they always conceded two goals or more. Uh, they're going to be without Okereke. They're going to be without Ceccaroni, uh, who gave away a very silly penalty for a handball. He could have just let the goal in and then play 11 with 11. I think Juventus here, they might exploit some of these... Um, Lack of experience of Venezia. Venezia might make a goal, as they often tend to do, over 2.75 goals. 197, you might ask, how come they beat 0.75 goals? Well, that means that if only three goals are scored in the game, you win half your stake. More than three goals, you win 197. We try always to give you good odds. That's why Danny is that uh, chirurgical, no? Finding the good odds and you can find, uh, of course, the explanation in our video for Asian Handicap yes. or in our website. Also, we have uh, an academy, so you can check all the markets and see what this means. Then, Danny, we have, uh, by the way, Juve is seven points away from the Champions League spots right now. So it's a must win. Then on Saturday also we have Udinese Milan, the top of the table in Serie A after that defeat uh, of Napoli against Atalanta. But Milan, they are out of the Europe, of the European competitions. Danny, you were saying the previous weeks that perhaps this is good actually for Pioli's men. Now they can focus 100% in Serie A and they have a good opportunity to win this uh, Scudetto, and now they are facing Udinese that sacked the manager. You didn't understand that. I don't understand why they sacked Gotti. Well, I think Luca Gotti did a good job, an excellent job with the team they had, a team that is weaker compared to last season without the pole, without the keeper, Musso. They haven't really strengthened. Yes, okay, they found Beto in the Portuguese uh, league, but that was more of a gamble. Only one point less compared to last year. And what did they do? They hired Gotti assistant, uh, Choffi. Basically, they done the same when the, uh, Tudor was sacked and they hired Gotti was uh, Tudor's assistant. Plus, I think uh, they really can't do more than what they do. And they, are, they were trying in the last few weeks to play with more strikers on the pitch. And I think we saw the results when the success, De Lofeu, better on the pitch. They scored a few more goals. You know, they were uh, the 4-4, amazing 4-4 in Rome. Yes, of course, uh, they get outplayed by uh, more technical uh, teams. And they were outplayed by Empoli in the second half, despite taking the lead. But Empoli is a team that, one of the teams that plays the best football in Italy at the moment. Um, the home form has been poor. So maybe that could be one of the reasons why uh, the Pozzo decided to sack Gotti. Only two home wins in this season. If you have to go back to March last year to find the third win for Udinese playing at home, so really appalling uh, form. And now they play uh, Milan. So Milan is only is one of the five teams in Europe in the big uh, competitions, the one we cover on all some videos, that scored in every single game in uh, Serie in the domestic league. Can you name the other four by the end of the video? <laughs> 
mean? I don't think so, no. All right, all right. Think about it. People on the chat can think about it. So Milan is one of the five teams in Europe that score in every single uh, domestic league games. So, obviously, I can, I can expect them to, to score here, and I can expect them also uh, to uh, to win. I think the odds for me to, Milan to win are extremely uh, low for a team that has the best start in Serie A uh, since 2003-2004 uh, with 38 points. In that year, they won the league, and okay, they came out of the Champions League. Uh, they, it was a very difficult uh, um, difficult group. Uh, they were a little bit unlucky against Atletico, outplayed by uh, by Liverpool. Uh, they missed, obviously, Rebic and Leao against Liverpool, I think, in a game of such a magnitude and also against such a fit and physical opposition. Maybe having Ibra to play from the first minute and playing the main role is not ideal. Uh, anyway, they are the top scorers away this year in Serie A. Last year in Serie A, they were the teams that collected more points away from home. 14 different scorers in uh, Serie A this season. Only one team in Europe has done better. It's Chelsea. So only one quits today. Milan win. Milan win. 196. Good odds. I can only think actually Bayern and Liverpool is Good. two of them. Good. So we got Bayern and Liverpool. So Bayern and uh, Liverpool, then I... two more teams have scored yeah. in every single game in the domestic league this season. Uh, I was thinking PSG, Real Madrid or Man City, but all three uh, didn't do it actually. So keep looking at it <laughs> because they all all these three teams that are topping also the tables fails to score in some games, but we have time for everyone. Oh who yeah, wants yeah, yeah. To plenty check. time. Drag it down in the comments even afterwards. Exactly. Let's uh, go with the games on Sunday. And the first one is interesting one. Torino, Bologna. Torino, they are very strong when they are playing at home. Three victories, one draw in the last four games. Last game was a draw against Cagliari and Bologna. They lost against Fiorentina, it's true, but they are not in a bad form at all. They are doing a great season and they won the last two trips. Danny, this is a tough one to call probably. Yeah, because these are two teams that are playing well, uh, doing the right stuff. Uh, Torino perhaps deserving a little bit more points from the last uh, couple of games. Uh, they were in total control against Empoli, 2-0 up, then a single got sent off, the game finished 2-2. A Cagliari, probably the gifted Cagliari, uh, the equalizer. Uh, and they're doing all of this without the main man, without Belotti. So also credit to Juric to uh, to find the right uh, system for this team. The plays on the front foot, is very aggressive, plays a little bit like Verona Juric. Uh, did uh, last uh, season. They are unbeaten in the last four at home and they got more seven points compared to last season. Where is the main difference? Is the defense. Last season at this stage, they conceded 16 more goals. So this time is a much, much tighter defense. And in fact, Milinkovic Savic, the keeper, is one of those that makes the less saves, has to make the less saves in Serie A so far. Um, I think is a team that works hard, especially at home, uh, could score. Yes, I'm, I'm absolutely sure Torino can score. So could Bologna, especially if Arnautovic is going to be uh, back. Uh, 
they won the last two away games against Fiorentina. They played well for some spells, uh, but they didn't have the ball uh, much of the time. This is another team that has improved a lot uh, compared to last season. Another plus seven on uh, the table. Uh, the issue, they need to be slightly tighter at the back. I know they had a little bit of some injuries in that department, but yes, uh, for a team that scores goals, especially traveling away from home, they need to make sure uh, they don't concede more than one or two, otherwise they'd be in danger of repeating uh, that massive defeat they had at Empoli a few weeks ago. Both to score is my uh, tip, because, you know, the outright market is quite difficult to predict. And, you know, I think both to score, one night. Yep, uh, well, then uh, we have an interesting one, very interesting one. Verona, Atalanta, difficult trip for Gasperini's men after being kicked out from the Champions League. Now, immediately, they become one of the favorites as well for this very interesting Europa League, Danny. But if we check the outright odds for the Scudetto that we can check below, they are now the second favorites after beating wow. Napoli away. They are the best team while playing on the road in this area. But Verona is very difficult team, especially since they changed coach uh, with Tudor in charge. They haven't lost in the Ventegodi yet. Yeah, uh, fifth of attack of the Serie A, uh, Verona, very extremely direct uh, team. Amazing the win, 3-4 at Venezia. But, you know, Verona is like this. They go at it. No matter if they win, draw, lose, uh, they've got a very gang-ho uh, mentality. And that's why they'll be scoring a lot of goals. It might not be the most spectacular team to watch, but you can be sure they create chances. And also they have a very high uh, chance conversion rate. They don't, they don't shoot much, but they find themselves in dangerous uh, position. And they also got one of the most informed strikers at the moment in Serie A, uh, Simeone, already scoring 11 goals uh, without penalties. Verona and beaten in the last five uh, wins at home. Atalanta, though, uh, yes, massive disappointment, I think, because uh, especially because they conceded so early against Villarreal. And this is, you know, it's basically their, uh, their own fault. They've been doing this for years and years. They are spectacular, exciting going forward. Uh, they commit silly mistakes. Sometimes they don't know how to manage games very well. Uh, I think, uh, you know, a player like Demiral, although he only joined this season, epitomizes what they are. He's capable of very good games, even scoring goals uh, going forward. But then silly mistakes. We saw it against Villarreal. We saw it against Napoli as well. It's a team that, yes, go through many phases within the games. But they are unbeaten away this season in Serie A. Seven wins, one draw, uh, as good as Real Madrid. Only Real Madrid has a, has, has a same record or better record in uh, top domestic competitions. Are they going to be tired after playing on Thursday, no Wednesday? Maybe. But so far, domestically, have been really good. Zapata scored already nine goals. And the Napoli, they looked really a top team, always in command. Even when they were 2-1 down, I had the feeling they could win the game. They scored 22 goals in the last eight games Atalanta. Almost everyone is fit. And now the big question mark is, can they push to win the title? I think this is a big chance for Atalanta. It's like almost now or never for this group of players to win the title. Uh, they all, they won three games this season after playing in Europe, but they always played Tuesday or Wednesday. So Thursday, we'll see. Uh, High-scoring game. I do like the double chance for Verona, but I'm going to go for a nice scoring game here. 
over two goals in the second half. 262. So obviously, if in the second half there are only two goals, you don't lose your stake. Luckily for them, they have until February to know how is the situation in Serie A and if they can keep an eye and also fight for the Europa League. I was checking actually the odds, the outright market for the Europa League and Atalanta are fourth favorites uh, after Borussia Dortmund, Barça and Sevilla. It's a lot of competition this season. I can't see why Atalanta is behind Barcelona at the moment. Me neither, because of the name. Because <laughs> of the name, but... Yeah, probably, probably fourth, probably fourth, third or fourth. Yes, I mean, Borussia and Sevilla, uh, more experience, better pedigree. But yeah, Atalanta is, is there or there about it. Mm -hmm. Top uh, Europa League that uh, we have with many interesting teams dropping from the... UEFA. Congrats. We, we criticized them at the beginning with the Conference League, but actually it works. Congratulations to them. Well, Conference League, they had uh, so many crappy teams <laughs> and Europa League is good because the teams of the Champions League yeah, dropped. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. I'm not sure this All is right. also fair for, I don't know, Napoli or West Ham, for instance, that they've been playing the group stages, but this is another topic. Actually, then let's talk about Napoli a little bit, that they qualify for the next round of the Europa League, beating Leicester City with some rotations. Sielinski played very good, actually, but still yeah. leaking, uh, conceding a lot of chances, uh, both against Leicester City and, of course, against Atalanta, Sassuolo, conceding a lot. Only one victory in the last five games. And Empoli, Dani, is not an easy team right now to meet. Be careful, be careful if you go hard on Napoli to win this game. Absolutely. This is going to be a game where there could be a surprise. The odds 10 for Empoli, newly promoted Empoli to win at the Maradona, I think is extremely, extremely high, but also quite interesting. Or maybe look at the double chance. Okay, I think the Napoli are in a crisis because of the injuries. Another injury in on Thursday, Lozano stretched out and, you know, they still have... Uh, Obviously, Osimen uh, out, maybe Anguissa, Ruiz, Insigne might be playing this one, but they're doubtful. So we're talking about five or six starters not playing for Napoli and a lot of fatigue from playing always the same teams. But what an amazing night against Leicester and how well did the reserves, some of the reserves, Unas, Elmas, responded when they were called up. And I think this is also proof that the manager, being a top manager, an experienced manager like Spalletti, has given a lot of mental strength to this team that looks much better coached than what they used to be a few uh, months ago, we got to and uh, previously. Yes, of course, the defense is a slight concern because they conceded 12 in the last six, but also have scored 14 in the last six. So this could be a game where Napoli wins it by a small margin in a high-scoring game, especially without Koulibaly at the back. But uh, I think also winning the game against Leicester so important could give them that extra motivation, that extra mental strength they can push on to the end of uh, the year, uh, you know, uh, Empoli, one of the most entertaining teams in the Serie A, I must say, I watched them against uh, Udinese, again, I watched them against Fiorentina, I like them, because uh, everyone is so young, so fit, uh, they run a lot, they move the ball, the ball well, they commit play forwards, and also they get into shooting and crossing position with many, many players. And, you know, players like Parisi, Ricci, Bandinelli, Di Francesco, they may not be really 
famous to the international audience. These are all debutants in uh, Serie A, but they're doing so well. So I think Empoli at the moment, really well coached by Andrea Zoli, progressive manager. I like him. Uh, you know, 23 points on the table, five more wins. They're going to be saved. So they could be saved in March. And I think that's really really a great achievement let's not forget last last year in the Serie A, in Coppa Italia sorry, this game finished 3-2 for Napoli in January, so more or less the same period I think Napoli could win it, but if they win it will be by one goal, so Empoli, Asian handicap plus 1.5, great odds 198, so if Napoli wins by one goal, you are winning your stake by, even with Empoli losing, 198, fantastic mm -hmm. Great odds. Actually, it's worth it to put uh, some money on Empoli, even if we lose, but there is a high chance to get this uh, bet right, as Eric is uh, analyzing with us. Also, Napoli are still a risky bet, so be careful if you are going for Napoli. We advise you that we have good odds. I mean, we the bookies have good odds for uh, Empoli to get something at the Diego Maradona, or as Danny said, for Asian handicap plus something for plus one point five in this case for Empoli. Then Danny, another good game, Sassuolo Lazio. Here the good odds, in my opinion, are for the home team because they are way stronger playing against big teams as Lazio, yeah. as, as they, as we were concerned actually last weekend, they only drew against Spezia and thank you because of Raspadori's brace uh, after conceding two goals in Spezia. But again, they are betting when they are playing good sides and Lazio, they are still doubtful, especially when they are playing on the road. Strange Lazio, strange season for Lazio, nil-nil against Galatasaray. They couldn't really create a clear-cut chance against the Turkish that went to Rome only to uh, defend. And despite Immobile being on the pitch and then uh, putting also Anderson, all the, all the big guns, really, Lazio couldn't create a proper chance. And, you know, it is a high-scoring team, but they didn't score in three of the last six games, Lazio. And, you know, this is for a Sarri team. It's quite unusual. And already they haven't scored in six out of 22 games this season. So that tells you that sometimes things are not clicking. They still have very uh, work in progress. But if you look at the last game in Serie A, they were magnificent in the first half at uh, Sampdoria in Genoa. They took the chances very well. Immobile basically made two goals from half chances. So they are still uh, very uh, dangerous. Uh, away from home, not great. Only won one in the last uh, five. And since the start of November, they started conceding also more goals. They had a couple of injuries at the back. And, you know, uh, they conceded 11 goals since the start of November. Only Venezia's done worst with 12. They're going to be without Milinkovic, Savic, who's suspended. It's so important in the midfields. Also because not many other midfield players run as much as him. So he has to, Lazio has to go with uh, Cataldi and uh, Barisic sometime in that uh, respect. Let's see if Luis Alberto gets a chance. Sassuolo, <coughs> excuse me, great team in term, in front of goals scored 19 in the last nine so it's more than two per games uh, came back to two against Spezia came back to two against Sassuolo they could have scored okay, sorry, against Napoli midweek they could have scored early against uh, uh, Spezia as well look I think for a team that has uh, um, uh, Raspadori uh, Berardi uh, Juricic um, 
Scamacca, they always gonna score goals in Serie A. The problem is at the back. Sometimes they are naive, they are sloppy. Look at the second goal the Spezia scored. Fratesi tries a back heel in his own box, gives the ball away, and Zola scores. So it's that lack of awareness, lack of game management as well. But they do turn up against big teams, as you said, Edu. Sassuolo Asian handicap, 0-2-1. So I don't think Sassuolo are going to lose this one. If they don't lose, if they draw, you you don't lose your stake. If they win, you win 2-1. I like that one as well with those uh, two backs as well, two of the players, Scamaca and Raspadori. I read that they've been linked with Inter, that they are playing at home against Cagliari, of course, with very low odds for Inter. They lost again against Real Madrid. Sorry, Danny, but... Uh, <laughs> Inter I love it. It's a golfing class. I, th I think, I think, I think, Edu, uh, Inter are not yet at that level. But they play well. They take away... Yeah. Three, 30 minutes at a good good spot. Most of the times, actually, Inter play well against Real Madrid, but yeah. they are lacking probably the know-how in the Champions League lately. But in Serie A, this is another thing, of course. Now they are big favorites to win again the title, and they are in a very good run. They thrash Roma in the first half, 0-3. Last seven games, six victories for them, Danny. So we should expect, I guess, another one against Cagliari. Mazzari going back to face his Inter. Yeah. And a team, Cagliari, that they are drawing a lot, but it's not enough. I, I don't think they're going to roll out to the red carpet for Mazzari because his experience <laughs> at Inter was uh, disastrous. And yes, Inter, another of those five teams that are always scored uh, this season uh, domestically. So Milan, Inter, Liverpool, Bayern. Who is the fifth? You got time until the end of the video before I reveal it. Alongside Milan, so one point behind uh, the Milan. Magnificent display in Rome, especially the first half. Helped by the fact that Rome waited too much for them. But the way they moved the ball, uh, the way they created chances, the way also the two uh, defenders on the side, especially Bastoni, pushes on and provides assist and in, you know play with the other teammates in the opposition half, it's really spectacular. Yes, they are playing better than Inter Conte, for sure. Uh, yes, this is an Inter that shows better quality of football. I know at the end of the year, only one thing counts, the results, so we'll talk in a few months, but we have seen a better Inter at uh, the moment uh, playing uh, playing, uh, playing here. Uh, by the way, they let us know the odds on the screen are wrong, of course. Inter we wish. Is, we wish. probably is 133 or 120, so forget about these odds. So we take, let's take the other way. Odds for Inter are very low. Uh, now um, they go one more points con uh, compared to to last year, to last season. A better goal difference. Inter they are unbeaten at home. Always scored at home in the last two years. And you know against Cagliari they often score. They score in the last twenty one games against Cagliari at home. Last clean sheet for Cagliari. 1992. I remember that. What an ugly game that was. Uh, and, you know, they play Cagliari, one of the poorest, actually, the poor, the poorest side away from home. Only three points. Second worst attack from home. So, all of this should tell you uh, the odds for Inter, which now you can see correctly. 121 should be absolutely low. 18.35 for Cagliari to win. Massive odds. Odds the highest odds uh, for this game, probably, in uh, Serie A. For a Cagliari team, then it's going to be without Strutman, maybe without Nandez. 
but they have the highest scoring Brazilian in the top five competition for a few years in a row. João Pedro scored nine. Good more goal. than Neymar. Eh? Good, Good goal. goal. Uh, the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Good goal as well. Bicycle kick. You know now. Uh, mm. uh, João Pedro, nine goals. More than Messi, more than Neymar, more than Richarlison, more than Lautaro and Zeko, who will probably start for Inter. Cagliari are going to camp in their own half, I think. Uh, Mazzarri is going to try to contain Inter as much as they can initially, but careful because if we saw with Roma, if you wait for Inter to attack, yes, they're going to attack. They're going to move the ball quickly. They're going to score a couple of goals in the first half. So that's why I think over 1.5 goals in the first half, which pays 205, is the one to go. Godwin, easy win for Inter. Well, this is what we all expect. Not a lot of problems. Probably win to nil, but the odds are very low, so we have to be a little bit creative as Danny is with his tip. Over 1.5 goals in the first half and the last game, Danny. Roma Spezia. You mentioned that Roma won in the Conference Cup uh, against uh, CSK Sofia. I was checking the teams of this uh, Conference Cup, and to be honest, it's like uh, really poor teams. Even a team from Gibraltar, Lincoln Reds. It's a different football. I mean, we're looking at a lot of teams from Eastern Europe. We're looking at teams that used to be good back in the nineties, back in the in the in the eighties. It, it, it has changed. Look, it has changed. But, you know, uh, Roma lost against Bodo Glimt. Uh, Tottenham lost against Mura. Uh, you have still have to play them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mourinho can be, can be happy. Mourinho can be happy at least uh, his yes. Roma is first in, yes. in something. Because in Serie A they are very bad, actually. Lost against Inter, as we mentioned, 0-3 against Bologna. Back-to-back -back defeats. Already seven defeats. This season in Serie A, I think we all expected much more from this Roma. And now they are facing Spezia, which is one of the worst teams in Serie A. But be careful, Spezia last season, remember Danny, they kicked out Roma from Coppa Italia and they almost got a point in Serie A. Pellegrini scored a late goal to give Roma the three points. Yeah, it was a 4-3 to Roma in Serie A. What a great game uh, that was. Mourinho. Now, let, where do we start? Let's start with the good news for Mourinho is that they don't have to play in February in Europe because they qualified directly for the Conference League uh, last uh, round of 16. So they are the only Italian teams not to play in Europe in February. This could be an advantage. Uh, the good news for Roma probably finish here with the fact that they won at <laughs> Sofia. The bad news is that the approach against Inter was appalling, too defensive, too passive. At times, they were only pressing with one man against five Inter players. They were just moving the ball left, right, and then Italy, Inter just basically uh, committed so many players on the opposition half, Roman's half. Yes, the goal was always going to score. Bad mistake from Patricio for the first goal from uh, Cialanoglu. Roma were non-existent outplayed. Mourinho made a point in the end that they had a lot of absences, which we saw, we said before, oh, without Abram, Pellegrini, Karstop, is difficult to play. So I also want to say I would like to see the reverse fixtures with Inter missing four key players and Roma having all the best players on the pitch. So things could change. But is it the approach what I didn't like uh, the most? And also... One thing that maybe Mourinho is trying to demonstrate these days is that the team is not as good as people think. But, okay, we didn't mean Mourinho 
to know about it, but he still could use his squad a little, a little bit better. Because if you look at the number of substitutions the managers make in Serie A, Mourinho is the one that makes less substitutions. On average, is three substitutions per game. So he doesn't even use the full bench. And okay, a lot of players, he uh, throws them out after the shameful defeat 6-1 at Bodo Glimt. But there are other players that, for example, last year had an okay season. Like, for example, Borja Mayoral. Last year, Mm -hmm. he scored 17 goals. Top scorers play 45 games. This season, only scored one goal yesterday against CSK Moscow. Only nine games played. So, yes, okay, Mourinho can complain, can make a point with the club. By the way, Roma, the highest spender in the summer in Serie A. But I think he's got also some responsibilities on how using the squad a little bit more uh, cleverly. Still a little bit of an emergency for Mourinho in this one without Mancini, Zaniolo, uh, Pellegrini. 11 points less for this Roma compared to last season. Nonetheless, the Mourinho factor means there is still enthusiasm at the Olympico. Olympico going to be sold out. You know, uh, you can't really criticize Roma's fans for not going behind the team. Uh, playing against Spezia, this one, the worst defense of Serie A, only one clean sheet in the last 16. Normally, a team that can score but doesn't really take on the chances that they create and they end up conceding. We saw it time and time again against Sassuolo, against Genoa, against other teams. Um, I'm gonna go. Roma, Roma is, a, is an attacking team in Serie A. You know, it's a team that's taken more corners in Serie A. So, again, a corner handicap that usually pays well, that usually goes well for Roma. As an handicap, corners minus 2.5212. So, basically, Roma needs to take three more corners than Spezia for you to mm, win. And the best news also for Roma is the supporters. Actually, we saw, I had goosebumps even seeing the video of how the Curva Sud were cheering up their team after yes. losing against Inter 0-3 in the last 10 minutes. They, I think they have a team that they don't deserve, actually, because they've been very poor this season. Roma should be fighting, in my opinion, yes. for being in the top four, at least. Uh, very uh, unlucky, very unlucky. Also, also a bit of unlucky. Yeah, Let's yeah a lot of... Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of posts uh, and... This stuff, but the situation is that seven defeats this season, and that's a lot. Uh, Roma and Mourinho need to improve. Danny, then uh, we've analyzed all these 10 games in Serie A. Let's go with your ACA for the weekend. Okay, and I'll give you the answer to the quiz after. First, someone's asking, what's your sin? What's your single pick for the match day? Well, my single pick for the match day, it's going to be... Uh, Milan to win. Milan to win. Pays well. Milan to win. Mm. Okay, let's get on with the ACA. Fiorentina to win the first half. Juventus to win. Verona Atalanta both to score. Sassuolo Lazio over 2.5 goals. Inter to win the first half. Total odds for the ACA 10.51. Good. We all expect uh, Inter and Fiorentina, of course, to win. And Juve in this match day. Danny, we have your ACA, we have your tips. Thank you. Next week we have Coppa Italia and then we have the final two match days for Serie A. Danny, thank you. See Did you soon. Did you work out who the, the fifth team is? Ah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Was the, uh, only four, five teams in Europe have scored in every single game in the domestic league. We said Inter, Milan, Juventus, uh, Bayern and Liverpool. Was the fifth? Dortmund? No. The fifth is Brest of Ligue 1. 
Mm. Congratulations if you if you got it right. Uh, commiseration. I will try to find an, an easier quiz for next time. They are in a great run, actually, right now with uh, six consecutive <laughs> victories. Brest, uh, we just analyzed them. Then, Danny, thanks uh, for giving us your quiz, your tips and everything. Guys, still leave a comment, of course, in the video with your tips and predictions and support us uh, so we can do a lot of more videos. Press on the like and subscribe to our channel. Danny, see you very soon. See you later. Bye-bye.